This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Foy and Dr. Drew. Here we are. This is a special You Live episode. Uh, of course, Bob's in here. Uh, Rehab Bob on Twitter, as we can follow him. Uh, and uh, let's see, you want to check us out at the Facebook live feed, which is Dr. Drew's Facebook slash what? There he is. Facebook slash. Yes. How do they get to that, everybody? Andy Dick is our special guest. Hi, how are hey, you? Buddy. Special, special, and, special. And Andy's a master of social media. So maybe you can help us yeah. sort of notify everybody. Yeah. There you are. It, so they just go to my Facebook page and the live feed comes up automatically? Yes, Andy? Yeah. Oh, and, yes. And then you're going to periscope, or you are periscoping? I'm periscoping now, but I might. I, Susan wants me to go back and forth to all of them. Okay. Yeah. Instagram Live, <laughs> okay. everything. Yeah. And by the way, MySpace is back. But t- tell me about that. <laughs> Are you I sure, Andy, you're not just drinking too much? <laughs> I'm not drinking, Sonny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, it's back. And Okay. Like for bands and everything? I guess for everybody. And it's back, and I tried to sign on with my, my name, and they say, well, that name's being used, and it is by me from back then, like 15, 20 wow. years ago. Wow. But I don't online. remember my anything. They're sending it to anything. the wrong email, even. Oh, yeah, I you have know. a Yahoo email back then. I have a little crispy in my headphone. Is, is me, that, too. I'm getting a little crazy. Is that bad? Uh, as long as it's not going out to the world. Let me. I'm going to turn this off then. Let's see what happens. And a reminder, uh, this is sponsored by Hydelite at Alliant University. Find it all on Dr.com. And uh, we do appreciate the support of our sponsors and your support of them. Click on the banners at Dr.com and get acquainted with these products. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about our Facebook uh, live feed right now and tell a friend about this, the products as well. You hear me screaming about Hydrolite all the time. So, Bob, this was a special episode that we gathered here on a Sunday afternoon because we felt we needed to. Like, It's ridiculous yeah. what's going on. Yes. So I'll let you sort of take it for a second here. Go ahead. Well, I mean, months ago, acquaintance of mine, <clears throat> you know, apparently killed himself. And I didn't really want to talk about it. We're talking about he, Chris? Yeah. yeah. And he had his kids. And I just felt like, I don't know, this is an anomaly. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, yeah. I was walking down the Champs de Lesais, however you say it. As is your custom. As is my custom. And I got this text. And I immediately texted back to the friend. And he said, no, it's true. And he wrote the word suicide. Yes. And I just started crying. Oh. And we're walking down with our kids down, you know, right by the Arc de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. And I started crying. And I guess Elvis had never seen me cry because oh, he was hugging on to me going, what's wrong? And I was just like. Oh my. oh my God! And that that affected our trip. 
that this guy that I love and care about killed himself. Yeah. And Another guy you love and care yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew Chester much better than Chris. Oh, I was no his kidding. acquaintance to Chris. I knew Chester. I'm the one that, you know, he was just man of the year in 2013. Chris. For, no, Chester. Ch- Chris was too, not that in long ago. In 2007. Oh, my God. So, really? so it was Damn. just, and, and what I found over the time, we went to Lollapalooza, talked to all the musicians there. That's everybody wanted to talk about it, yeah. what we thought about it. And there was this political correctness Uh-oh. that, you know, like, oh, he was so sad or whatever. And, and uh, there's this, to not really talk about the fact that you have six children and you found a, yeah. within your reasoning that you could leave those children on this earth. So let's talk about how that could happen, right? You yeah. and I, you and I have seen some very impulsive, suicidal patients over the years, right? Who suddenly will do stuff out of the but blue. But isn't there? What I wanted to come here and talk with you is there's okay the thirteen reasons why TV show. Yeah, uh, you know, Chrissy, my wife's a counselor. She can't watch it after seven episodes. Mm-hmm. It's just it's she's joining that coalition. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, the romanization of suicide in yeah. our culture. Yeah. Started with Kurt Cobain, really. Yeah. Right? Well, and suicide's been a romantic solution for a long time in Western culture, even in Eastern cultures, too. Think about it. So I, I agree with you. The, the unfortunate reality of that kind of romanticization mm-hmm. is there's some almost a magical thinking about it. Like, it'll, it'll, you know, I'll be around to see the reaction or they'll miss me. They, almost an adolescent way of thinking. Now, that's one aspect. But the other aspect, again, the kind of sudden impulsive suicide is usually from intense pain, like really profound pain. What kind of pain? Physical pain? No, emotional pain usually. Where, where what you was fe- he depressed about? Well, I, didn't, had, I did not he know had, him. I he had some met him trauma. He had yeah, trauma. He had, he had sexual now, abuse. He talked about it. Here's oh, right. the yeah. other thing. Here's the oh, other thing. So, so everybody uh-huh. kind of is becomes an armchair therapist, psychologist in times like this. Everybody gives their two cents worth. Fact is, I'm a sexual abuse survivor, and I think about killing myself, but there are people to reach out to, and there are things to believe in that, that tomorrow could be a better day. You could gain more insight. And what makes people not do that is being special. That is my conclusion about Kurt, about this. It's special, special, special doctors that kiss your ass, special medicines that you shouldn't tell anybody about, special treatment at drug treatment centers, special, special, special. Yeah, special care, unless it's for very specific reasons, right? I mean, like we've exhausted everything else. We need to try something special. But special because it's a special person, that tends to go badly. and, And then there's the accidental ones, DJAM. There's all these special treatments in Beverly Hills in particular yeah. amongst that crew. Yeah. And that's why I wanted Andy here. I think speaking of special. <laughs> Talk about the guy who's had the most special treatment You're right. in the world. And I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dr. Drew? I just worry about you. Oh, don't. Don't. Don't? I, How, I, when, when you well, get I don't going. Do, it, I don't do heroin. Thank you. Yeah. When you get going, you freaks the hell out of me. It can, yeah, it's yeah. scary. Yeah, I'm doing well now. That's good. Yeah. You didn't know what you were going to have today, did you? No, I, knew, uh, I know you. I've, you always yeah. reconstitute. Well, yeah, you, I bounce back. You do, and that's kind of part of the problem because you go <laughs> so deep that it's like, oh, are we going to make it this time? I've said it many, many times, and I still, I'm 
sticking to my guns. I was saying it at your rehab to you in the kitchen. I don't know if you remember. I said, I really want to get to a point where I can drink like a gentleman. Yeah. Oh, well, you said it on this show I've last time you were on. said it every group. time. I've seen him say it uh, everywhere. Every no, but time. if you remember. You, I'll get it. I will get this thing. <laughs> if you remember, you I, was, laugh, I told you you were planning your next relapse, and then you went, yeah, I really want to learn how to drink like a gentleman. I was like, okay, well, there we go. <laughs> How's that work so far? Well, it sometimes it does, you know. Till what? Till Until it does it. Till he yeah. leaves the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Um, I would preach your last drink was yesterday. No, no, no. No, it's no. been a couple months. Something. I, I'm not doing the numbers game either. I'm really not. All right, that's, that's fine. That's but, fine. but I'm just not. But once a little time has gone by, I'll think back and I'll pinpoint the date and I'll probably get the app again. and re- Or I have it. I have to reset it again. But can I talk about Chester? Because yeah, I saw please. an article about, and we have a special guest sitting special next guest to me. We'll get to her in accident. a second, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. Yeah. accidental <laughs> surprise guest. But um, the I heard this thing that possibly he was murdered. Well, this you, was in the news. You hear that all the this time. This was in the news, Dr. Drew. The, there is a possibility with both of them that there was an accident. Mm. What do you mean accident? It just gets into salacious stuff. Yeah, I didn't want to get you know into I mean? it, but, oh, right, but, right, but right, it right. is a possibility. The Michael Hutchinson thing. Right, right. The right. Keith Carradine. Right. Keith Carradine David did that? Car- David, David Carradine. David, David Carradine did that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Thailand that's how he or died. the Philippines. Yeah, that's how he died. Something, yeah. Really? Yes. A he lot was, of people die that way. It's a common thing, and that's worthy of- You ever of, tried that, Andy? No, I, I don't get it. I've never been interested in that either, at all. Well, either. it's people We're that, talking about autoerotic asphyxiation. Why, 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 what is the- what is I the, Just because uh, when you're an opiate addict, your arousal system's going to be permanently altered. And well, so you they, just, they don't- know, And also, part of being an opiate addict is you're just non-sexual. That's well, what you sign up for. Well, but evidently- I mean, am I the only one here? You're the only one, yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah, <laughs> but but that but that in order to feel satisfaction after you've been on opiates for a while, sometimes you have to do extreme things to right. feel satisfied. I did do not the auto erotic, mm-hmm. but I did asphyxiation. That was my first high. I would get on all. My friend told me how to do it. Get on all fours and yeah. huff and puff and yeah. pant and pant and pant. Yeah. And he'd stand behind me. I'd jump up and he'd squeeze my guts. And blow all the air out, and I would pass out and fall. Kids, on the have, kids floor. have died that way too. Oh, what? Yes, kids have died. that Jesus way Jesus Christ, I could have died. How old were you? I was sixteen, seventeen. I did it like five, five maybe twenty times altogether. It was but, fun, but I, I don't want to. Just get some acid, or what was wrong with you? <laughs> no, back then I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. Do that. <laughs> you just did that. With then friends? I started getting high with. I, I, that's a, it's yeah. a kind of a common thing, behavioral, you know, sort of maneuvers, spinning, going spinning. to the playground, spinning around, mm-hmm. was, yep. you know, that kind of My stuff. My daughter did that right away, and I yeah. knew right away. Yeah. So it's a crazy. By the way, world I, we're I love your in. daughter's videos. They're fan- fantastic. God, she's good. Yeah. So, I wanted her to come today to meet you. She almost did, but she's busy. Well, please send her my she's what? congratulations. She's busy what? doing stuff. Oh, we're I thought moving. she said you were, she was pissed at you. Oh, yeah, she's she is. constantly <laughs> pissed at me. No, I'm not kidding. Lucas doesn't even talk to okay, me. Okay, so, oh, so one okay. of the things I wanted to say is, you know, I love that movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's right? one of my favorites. And, yeah, and it's profound. It and, really and is. And people, I use it in my own life. Like, I, I have a responsibility to the people in my life. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. I'm not seeing 
the good that the people in my life are seeing me. And, and that movie always gives me faith. What that, do you mean? That if I'm ever thinking about killing myself, which oh. I have several right. times, I just always think, well, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't want the attention and the sadness in them. I just know that they see me differently than I see myself. And then I reach the, the out people, to them. The people that care about you. Yes. And I reach out to them. I tell them how down I am or, or you know, how. Yeah. Well, now, hold on. Hold that yeah. thought. That's a really interesting framing of severe depression, which is they see me differently than I see myself. And I'm going to have faith in that. Yeah. That's a really, that's a great point. Meaning you, you're going to live in their reality of you and not in your reality. Well, we, we, to well, be fair, I also have a group of friends that you can call and say, I'm thinking about killing myself and they don't judge you. They go, yeah, okay. Yeah, me, okay. Too. me too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Me too is a very what powerful. What is it, Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> me too is a very powerful statement, frankly. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but there's a, there's a part of this you have to realize is that our self emerges from others. Right, so if our self needs reframing, guess where we can do that is with other people. But telling yourself that, I never really thought about that. That's a very powerful. It comes from mantra. the mantra. Well, uh, well uh, you, you framed it in a particular way that I think is really quite ingenious. You got to say it over and over again. Yeah, that James. they see me differently than I see myself. Yeah. I, you know, Mike Catherwood, who, who filled the last couple of weeks, yeah. who I radio with all the time. I'm always telling him that too, and he's like, "Well, he, he doesn't accept it. He won't accept it. He still feels." Miserable and you know negative. And yeah, stuff. and he just wanted, does he really? Yeah, he, he seems like one of the happiest people. I, he, no, he's a lot like uh, Navarro, really, like Dave Navarro, really, and yeah. me. I and, secretly am. Oh, well, I'm depressed. I have thought of suicide. You know, maybe in the last five years, it's been more like I maybe I could do it. But you're right. I go to other people, and I'm like, how could I ever? I, I have do also this? I have also begun to contemplate. Extraordinary measures for depression because the, you, people. What do you mean by extraordinary? Measures? Well, I mean, like Navarro did. It, we did a thing with him where he's doing these hallucinogen treatments. You know, which I'm like, one? Right. Ibogaine? No. Well, Ayahuasca? No, it's sort of more DMT, LSD stuff. But yeah. it's guided and all this stuff, and it's with a carefully. Well, you know, he has he, trauma. Like I understand, he's, he's Native I, American too. I, I, peyote problem. No, but do you know his story? No, what? his mother was murdered by his stepfather, and he saw the guy leaving the oh, house. That's right, I did know that. Oh, it's crazy. God. Oh. It's a piece of the trauma for him, and, well, he, and he can't get at it. And so, and so, you know, th- I was just thinking about him. We like, almost dated he and I. That would have been traumatic for him. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and, been... and me too. He, no, he's <laughs> very codependent. He, he could have uh, saved you, Andy. Yeah. You might be sober from a long time. <laughs> or we both go out together, like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Uh, shocking. Yeah. Good for you on Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I'm not Juliet. <laughs> I understand. No, but but but. Um, the I where was I? Yeah. Oh, but I, I started yeah. thinking that they're did you see Time magazine now? They're talking about ketamine infusions. Mm-hmm. People like you. And well, I, wait, 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 what do you mean see, people like me? I don't right. do ketamine. <laughs> right. I don't do ketamine. They do these infusions. What are you talking about? It's a treatment. You, oh. And, and some people with recalcitrant depressions are having these resi- I take results. that back. One time my friend shoots up ketamine. Okay, he lives on. No, he no, loves that's it. no, that's different. That, no, it's, it's okay. an addictive drug. I mean, yeah, no, make no this, mistake. But, but let me tell you something. He d- did it, did it, does it, does it, and then one time I was at his place and I got so drunk. He told me he shot me up with it in the oh, butt. Jesus, oh god! And I'm like, are you? I, you well, could I go to know, jail for yes, that. Yes, yes, you could. And I don't know. He shot of, it in my butt when I didn't even know. <laughs> well, yeah. just to put me out. How did? And it, it just I didn't made you even go to know. Sleep? I didn't even know. Yeah, I woke up. No like dreams. Twenty four hours later. Oof, well, I probably did die. Well, that's not the idea of these things. Oh, yeah. The idea is these so, certain dosing and these, there's experts. Set yeah, micro dosing with setting. mushrooms with acid. Set and setting. It's I, that that. Yes. 
the all the LSD in stuff, rehabs. I'm convinced the in all, doctors' offices. Yeah, I'm convinced all the hallucinogen stuff is actually treating PTSD. I'm convinced yeah. of it. I really think that's what that. So is. you're into it. I I am into desperate. I'm open to desperate measures. If everyone's exhausted, everything yeah, else. That's yeah. my point. Like Chester Isle and Robin Williams and everybody. Yeah. Pick do something. Well, Robin Williams besides Robin kill yourself. Robin Williams was really sick. That was a different thing. That was he had physically. He, sick. he had yeah, Louis body you know, dementia. Like, so here's here's the thing. So with yeah. Robin Williams and Hunter S. Thompson, like it's time. If it's time, rather Just, than suffer. Buddy Arnold was the same way. Mm. Told me I'm not going to be drooling on myself in a nursing home, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but so, but but Louis body dimensions. If you know anything about them, they are tormenting. You, you're hallucinatory, and you're out of you. You don't know where you are. It's really? it's just an agitated state. It's terrible. I did, but then I did, it's recurring remitting, right? Then he knows. Not, that, yeah, they have some awareness sometimes, and. And uh, I did an interview with Bobcat Goldthwait. Bob was his best friend. I didn't know that. And yeah. he told a story that was hair-raising what? about the, the calls he would get from Robin every hour for months, just trying to just trying to keep him connected and okay. Oh, and yeah, yeah, really? Just horrible suffering. Just terrible. Oh, so anyways, no. part of the, you know, immediately when somebody does this, yeah. you think of their children. I always did. Yes. I remember where I was when I heard Kurt killed himself. Yes. I remember where I was when I heard about Chris a few months ago. I certainly will never forget being walking down the street and I think it's the first time Elvis ever saw me cry mm. and and I immediately think of those people's children I immediately and, and the spouses of too. I think six, the spouses and, and the six children, children. yeah, yeah. And, and Chester's but, four right but then it goes I mean, I mean uh, Chris was four yes. really Chris Cornell yeah but it, so it's uh, ten some kids are, some are grown older yeah but but here's the thing then it goes immediately to what, you know, I immediately thought of Dave Grohl and Chris and yeah. the band members yeah, and yeah. then all the uh, the family that a band is. Yeah. But then it I didn't ever dawn on me. There's so many fans. Yeah. And we have a guest here <laughs> yes, who had won do. the songwriter, uh, the Lincoln Park <laughs> Songwriter Award. Oh, my God. And was going to be able to go in the studio what's with Chester and t- 24 name? hours before he oh, died. Oh, my she God. She had won. Her oh. name is Lauren yeah. Dare. Yeah. She works here at the office. Oh, she, just, she works here in the I, studio. I have a show here, yeah. Oh, Lauren. She has so her it's own a happy show. accident. <laughs> uh, I, I, as such, but for us, but not yeah. for you. And, no. <laughs> and, and, and so you wrote a song that they accepted as their choice. Yeah, so about four months ago, I entered this contest not really thinking anything. Oh, it was sponsored okay. by Linkin Park. Uh, I won the monthly mm. contest. It was a monthly contest that was happening. Uh, won the monthly contest and then got put into the grand prize and won that. Wow! Wow! Congratulations! Thank you. Um, you need to record her song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please. And the prize was that I got to go in the studio with them. They were going to mentor me oh. and do all the stuff. And wow. that was announced Wednesday at nine a.m. Uh. And they found his body Thursday at nine a.m. So a full twenty-four hours, and it just like Isn't that crazy. Well, it's crazy, that and again, as you wild. say, Bob, it's a reminder of how the rip effect of yeah. somebody doing this can affect so many lives and and to your point bob that's the negative part the positive part is what we were talking about earlier is the, the it's, uh, we need a name for it's a wonderful life syndrome <laughs> yeah yeah you know the syndrome of what would the world it's be like without good friends you? i think like, i would be devastated if this guy across the table did something really yes that makes me that's why i worry good. about you well Aww. with with people like andy and, and, and i worry this could be an but, accident but or listen, something. You're fall andy, that's what i said <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> but it would be yeah. i said that i said if i, I ever trip. heard that andy died it wouldn't be from alcohol or 
dealer drugs would be like he fell off a cliff in Malibu no, or something. No, he fell on Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> and ran him over or something. Or I fall, like my dishwasher is open, the tray is out with knives sticking up, and I just fall on that. But I'm telling you. But I'm telling you, it would Something never real be. Stupid. It would never be from drugs and alcohol, and it would never be from from suicide. Well, I, how about suicide? Can we? Can, no, can you can, can, can cancel that out. Okay, yeah, that you, you would not do it to your you. kids. No, you would would, not and is it, I would go through hell and high water. I just you want, already gonna, have, Andy. yeah, and I can but there, do it. But there is a. It. I'm but, a man. But there is a. Feeling, <laughs> you are a man. There's a feeling that people get in su- in suicidality where they feel like they just the pain just has to stop. Like imagine yeah. you're in a dark. I will drink or do drugs or do anything besides suicide. I will That's, endorse that. Yeah, thank you. On the rare occasion, <laughs> we're going out to dinner tonight. But it's human. Here's here's what I think of why it's in this celebrity culture. Why? It's human connection, true, real yes, human connection Dude. that matters in existence. Mm-hmm. Not how many people idolize you. Not how many people you have working for you That's that kiss your point. ass. Great point. And this whole industry strives to be in that position that Chester and Chris and Kurt and every every other famous mm-hmm. musician was in. Mm-hmm. And the, I can tell you the healthy musicians don't live in worlds like that because mm-hmm. my best friends don't live in a world like that. Mm-hmm. They live in a world where they do their Chester, own grocery Chester, shopping Chester yeah. with their family. With, I, I'm doing with, the dishes for the girls that live at the house every day. And the comedian yeah. Yeah. world. And, like, and it lives in the shed. I'll give you an no, example. No, I don't anymore. And Stop. These are people, people think I do because you said Drew, and these are people that have years. means yes. that could be, you know, they they live their own lives mm-hmm. and that that is essential in this world because those people that work for you like i think they don't athlete, really like you. athletes do it too right mm-hmm. but then the athletes run out of money and it ends up they they're they're all alone right i did that what you okay. are describing okay i'm going to take some we calls we need to take a, yeah no take calls, calls? take a call first calls i need to break, break too. good i have to break. go to the bathroom. let's do a call first cuz the guy calling from estonia Ooh, yeah. and oh. i want to take his call oh estonia is the country that has the most Supermodels come out of that, and they're all out of that country. Yeah, hey, Ra- <laughs> you keep track of that. It's true. It's Ralph? a true thing. Yeah. Supermodels. You ha- you guys have like, the most zero, super- zero supermodels. Andy. Hi, it's Ralph. Ralph, do I know oh, you? Oh my God, Andy Dick. Yes, Andy Hi. Dick. Hi. No, no, we don't. So, uh, so Ralph, it's I know you. We got a kind oh, of a crappy you. connection here, but. But uh, what you know about Estonia is that they're they're genetically and um, historically linked to Finland. Oh, okay. yeah, which is weird. They're right there in the yeah, middle yeah. between Lithuania and oh, which uh, means uh, that they are looked down upon by the Swedes. By the uh, <laughs> no, no, not the, Esto- the Estonians are just <laughs> dealing with the Soviets for a long time. That was no, their- but the Finland is the thing that's a punchline that no, I grew I, up with. But in Scandinavia, but not not so much in yeah. the uh, Lith- what's next. To Lith- Did you know that, Andy? No, but all, I, you know yeah. all the Polish jokes that were in the seventies right. and eighties yeah. at my house because it's Swedish. They were all Finlanders. How many Finlanders does it take oh, to screw it? in a light bulb? Yeah. I got to tell you something. Hey, 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 you know? If, yeah. And by if you've been to Helsinki, you would, yeah, not, you would, you would not say that. <laughs> it's one of the most beautiful cities I'm I've ever seen. That. I'm my just saying I was there a month ago, and it is the, one of the best places I've ever been. Right? Yeah. It's, I was shocked. It's like, it's like well, how? what's the American city that you would say is closest to Helsinki? Colorado? Something Colorado. Colorado. Well, I'm from like Alaska Boulder. originally, yeah. and it reminded me a lot of Alaska. Like Anchorage? Yep, uh, Anchorage. It remind uh, me of Colorado. San Francisco. Yeah, I or can Pittsburgh. See that. Yeah, I love but, Pittsburgh. But anyway, so Ralph, <laughs> Ralph, you says here your question. I'm going to read it because the, the, again, the connection is kind of crappy. I'm sober, uh, but AA programs, wow. AA programs in Europe don't have sponsor programs. I don't know what that means. How can they you have don't, AA without sponsor? In Estonia, we don't. 
You mean you, if you said I need a if you went to a twelve step meeting an AA meeting and said I need a sponsor, they wouldn't know what you were talking about. No, they do know, but uh, it's just not a thing here in Estonia. But I've been sober for eleven months. I go to meetings every day, and I feel like I can share everything, and I understand the program. I feel like. But, so, but it still kind of worries me because I've heard you say on Loveline shows that yeah. it's really important to have a sponsor. It, it, you it can, is, sir. You can, and I will yeah. tell you why, because that's how you work the 12-step is with another human. And the reason I'm going to take Ralph's call is to your point about the human contact. Yeah. Do you want to Well, that's what I was going to say. There's a lot made because L.A. is the center headquarters of all rehab in the world. But what you're looking for is some other person to enter this very deep – non-connected to any other yeah. things it's yeah. not a family member it's not somebody that you work with you're not it's, trying to get ahead it, yeah yes. it's something Completely that's really pure ac- yeah, yeah. Accepting and we don't and available. especially yeah. males don't have those kind of relationships and that's what's leading to all this despair death in america and so you have this person in your life and i'm that person for a few people um that i have two people in my life that are that and it's very deep, and and it, and that's what you know. I think should be emphasized, not the somebody's above you, that kind of hierarchy. I think that Europe kind of boohoo's in Holland. They do too, interesting, because the, supposedly just, that person is above you. No, you they're just not. Need, they're with you. You just need a person to listen, empathize, and say me too. And, and you will be it. there for them. They will need you at some point. At, Things at, will at some point, around. or somebody else will need your service, and you will stay sober by offering that service to somebody else. Thank you, Ralph. I'm sorry we had a crappy connection. I could have talked to you all day. I love Estonia. I I want to say one thing. It really is a fact that the most supermodels any country have come out of Estonia. Maybe that's why I I liked it so much. We're going to take a break and we're going to look that up. Andy, you forgot about Google. Anybody can find out any fact in a second. It's a real thing, though. No, it's not. Look it up. Look it up. I promise you. All right. We're taking We're, a break. Okay. Uh, I can go to the bathroom real quick? You can go to the bathroom, but uh, I would remember, I don't know what quite you're asking me to do because there's nothing here about what you're asking for. Uh, we're just going to go to break and uh, remind everyone about our friends at Hydrolite. Don't forget that. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Dr. Drew and at, at Rehab Bob Forrest and at This Life Podcast. And do tell a friend that we're doing this Facebook uh, Live. Be a part of it and uh, come in, ask us questions. We'll be here for a while. Hydrolite, of course, you've heard me rave about these guys. It's a product that I actually wanted to develop myself. I, I conceived of this. I knew it was needed. It was already in Australia, and now it is here. It works. The feedback is unanimous. Even though it's great to use, though, when you're sick or dehydrated, you can use it every day, especially now that the weather is changing. It's hot. So whether you're exercising or maybe you've got seasonal allergies or you drank too much or you got vomiting or diarrhea, whatever it might be, you can reduce fatigue and keep feeling healthy as well. Once you've started feeling dehydrated, sometimes a little too late. So you want to stay hydrated. And rapid rehydration, if you do get dehydrated, requires a proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. And nothing provides it like hydrolyte. I'm telling you, it's the same as an IV fluid via your mouth, via your enteral system. It's based on established, proven science. Quite simply, the best rehydration product out there. It comes in great flavors. They have those fizzy tablets. Also, they have a powder and a premixed drink. Compared to other sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow directions. All right, you can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon or click through at drdrew.com. And for more information, visit Hydrolyte.com. That is Hydrolyte, H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E, Hydrolyte.com. Hydrolyte.com. 
Welcome back. We're back. You live this life podcast. Uh, We are taking calls. I'm uh, just gonna. I'm just gonna lie right now. So the most supermodels in the world in a lying. certain country come from Czechoslovakia. Are you sure? <laughs> Look at how serious he took that. <laughs> okay, that's Susan's thing. Look, look at her. That's, that's a good. That's a good example there over there. I'm telling you. Oh, all right. What's that's the for question? Susan Pinsky. We have tons and tons and tons of calls. Good. Here. Let's get okay, one that we can hear. <laughs> how about how about Kelly Marie? You want to talk yes, to her? Yes, love her. Okay, let's talk to well, Kelly. I don't Oops. know her. Oh, yes, you, you do. You, pr- you press. Oh, I don't Apparently know why I you do. I know. Oh, great. When I push... There's I'm- a movie. Let me plug something while you're trying to futz with the buttons. There's a movie out that they did behind my back called Everybody Has an Andy Dick Story. Oh, yeah. And you're in it. I know. And it's it's winning the awards all over the place. It's at I the know, Montreal great- Just for Last Festival. They did it without me, so it's not my movie. It's just but about you, me. But you came to the releases and stuff. The, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the I did. Oh, had. remember? <laughs> yeah. We w- we wanted to do another one with you. I'm in. Okay, I'm good, in. good. Because okay. I wasn't there really. I know that. Shut up, okay. Kelly Marie. <laughs> but you showed up. Hey, yeah, I'm barely. About okay, two go, hours go, go. late. Kelly, Kelly Marie. Kelly Marie. Hi, Kelly Marie. Hi everyone. How are you? Hi, Andy. Hi, baby. Where do we know each other from? Soba and Greg Hanley. Oh, great. Oh, that's hey. right. Oh, hi, Kelly. I didn't know the Marie part. Hi. I didn't know the Marie part. I've never heard anybody say Marie. It's not Marie. It's Murray. Murray. Like Bill Murray. Oh, Murray. Murray. Okay. Okay, good. Do- Dr. Drew got it wrong. Okay. How you are you? You guys only lived together for 13 months, Andy. Yes. No. No. Come on. Well, I know her and I love her. And how are you? What's up? I'm well. I'm well. I'm just calling. You know, I just wanted to find out how you're doing. Um, you know, we have lost. Um, PJ and I know he was a very good friend of yours. PJ was my roommate. P- PJ was my roommate for two years. I don't know if I, you know, this, this, this is a drug. Both. I mean, we yeah. don't know. I don't think it was a suicide. I think it was an accidental. Overdose. Did he get some pills from somebody? I, I think it was heroin. Uh, yeah, because I think yeah. they found. I don't want to get into details, yeah. but he was my roommate. And and what you're talking about, a guy who's not in the entertainment industry. We were roommates. Very different from me, but we connected on on a human level for two years. He helped me. I helped him. It went back and forth, back and forth, and then he up and died uh, about a month so ago. Crazy. It well, actually got me, you know. Woke you up? Was yeah. he there? It that, was about two months ago. Was he there that night you were just so drunk at the beach house? Where? When was that? He no, was, no, I was. Oh, no, he wasn't. Okay. Oh, you heard about that. Okay, you know. I was talking to we you on the telephone, everything. Andy. We, uh, we, I was on the phone with yes, you. <laughs> I, I, just so you know, I was oh, too. <laughs> Look oh. at guess, how red you're, they, you're guess getting who they call. red right now, Guess Andrew. who they call when Andy's in yeah, trouble. Yeah, you, man. I know, right? And, uh, and you were mean. <laughs> you were mean I'm to so us. <laughs> but Kelly, Kelly, yeah, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm doing... Better, but I think about PJ every day, all day. I'm sorry, it's horrible. He but was the a, sweetest look, guy. It, it is a his terrible family. disease. It is like he had cancer. You have to put it in the context of any other deadly illness. And he tried, and not and everybody I tried. gets well. I knew something was going on. I said, you know what we should do? We should move back in together. Let's go back to Malibu. Let's move in. Just get an apartment. Let's do that. And he's like, well, I found a place. It's only there's only room for me. And I'm, I knew something was going on. And then he died. Sad. He started isolating, just like what you're saying, Bob. Right, it's a it. plague. This is Sean. Good to see you, Callie. Good to Thanks, hear you. Kelly. We're going to go to Sean, 39. Sean, go ahead. Sean? It takes a second for this all stuff to queue up. Sean, are you there? Are they there? 
I'm going to return him to the queue if he does not. Maybe you can check on that for us. Is is Lindsay back? Yeah, Lindsay, check on Sean there. See if he's still around. I, I came running in. We were in Orange County today, and I came running, and I don't know who's here. You in Laguna? You were in Laguna? Yeah, yes. You're, you're, you're back in full effect? Y- y- yes. Down and, there? And okay. I met Dr. Uh, Hendricks. 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 Hendricks, yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, let's, uh, okay, here is uh, Debbie. 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 Am I shameless? The English one. Debbie. Yeah. Hello. There you are, Debbie. What's going on? You live. Nice. You live. Nice. You live. You bet. You live too. Hi, guys. What's up? Hi, everybody. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Hey. Hi, Drew. I'm such a huge fan of all of you guys, and your show is awesome. Um, You probably see um, my question might be a little weird, but um, I have addiction on my family and my husband's family, Mm -hmm. and we have a 16-year-old daughter. She doesn't show any signs of any of that sort of reckless. I I think I've heard you guys, Drew, saying like addicts will tend to run to, say, an explosion rather than away. Yeah, they they Um, run towards the action. She doesn't have that. They (laughs) run towards the action. That's the majority of them (laughs) do. Yeah, if something nasty, if something terrible is happening, you guys go, I heard a crash the other day when I was laying in bed. I jumped out of bed, put my clothes on, and ran right to it. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Couldn't wait. Well, um, and you know, I've had my own uh, demons, but um, oh, Debbie, I'm going to ask you to hold on. I'm going to ask you to do one thing for. I'm going to ask you to do one thing for me, and I want you to no longer use that term, demons. That drives me. It's a personal thing. It drives me insane. Demons (laughs) were what possessed people's mind and soul in the. 12th century. We now know that we have brain disorders. Well, we I, don't have know. Psychological. I don't know that all of us agree on that. Okay, why point. not? So why not? Why not? I don't know. 40% <laughs> of the population just seems to not believe in that. I understand, but just not, let's not talk about it. Let's be clinically I fight accurate. the good fight every day. I, I, try, I say okay. the word disease. People, oh, no, it's yeah. not. Well, so that's Even, at least, Andy's mm, been with I, me for I, most yeah. of it. People... Addicts themselves don't I, like the disease. I, 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 I don't like calling it a disease. Oh my god! I prefer to. Call then how it the disease. hell do you explain your life, Andy? Well, it's I don't know. Well, how, let, let's, let's 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 look at look at you done, Debbie. I sense a rabbit hole. Oh, we, yeah, going, you, you really touched on something. I am jumping mm-hmm. down with both feet. So stand by. So <laughs> how let, let's let's okay. Drew's gonna go at Andy. Okay, go. Drew. No, no. I just want to oh. get a common I language. Don't. Let's get a common language. So what what are your demons? What what do they look like? How would you Oh, um, okay. No, no, well, no, 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 no. Okay. Andy. Andy. Uh, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Then Debbie's. So oh, if you're not an addict, if you're not an alcoholic, what are you, Andy? I, um, I'm a heavy drinker. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what motivates that heavy drinking? That it, deep it sadness. I'm looking that at sadness? it. I'm looking at it. Yes. It's okay. That bored. So when what? Bored. So why do you, so what are those mechanisms? Are they biological in nature? Are right. they a part of your personality? I think, I think are they chemical. Both? I think it's chemical. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. I just would rather you call it that than yeah. than, uh, than some sort of possessing. You so know, no, but watch Andy. Of, yeah. But watch Andy. He's going to say he has a chemical imbalance, and that alcohol is the thing that he's lacking. It helps. <laughs> it does help. I'm not kidding. It helps. I'm sure and it if helps. I can get to a place where I can have one or two, or at the most three. I'm sorry. Four. four. Five. If it is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> No, you know, I honestly, there is. I appreciate his honesty because it's you know going what? To I believe about four out of ten people I'm treating in treatment think that, but yeah. they won't they don't say, say it. it. Yeah, yeah, I promise you that. So <laughs> I know when they're thinking it. Trust me, yeah. Debbie. So your demons are 
What are your oh, um, starting starting very young, uh, drinking, experimenting. Okay. Um, definitely right. had childhood uh, trauma. Just right. different things that um, created. I would call it codependent and binge drinking. This type of thing. Okay, so so we you have the genetic potential for addiction. It sounds like. And you had some childhood right. trauma. So let's give these demons name. Andy, what would you call those demons? Can mm. we just call them trauma and genetics? Or do we have to sure. give them a full troll face? Sure. Well, <laughs> but she, but I think she's calling about her daughter. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Her, her question was how to prevent the 16-year-old from developing oh, the you condition. Can't. You well, can't. But you, you, can't, right. you, you can't eliminate the potential. But it sounds like she's assessed or other, other alcoholic addicts know who's got it. They do immediately. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And so she's saying, I, yeah. don't, think, I don't think she's right. got it. And then she's, I think that's probably an accurate observation. Yeah, so she's but but okay. the other thing is to raise your kid as healthy as possible. And you may not have the dysregulation that drives her towards substances. Now, she'll still have the thrill-seeking and all that stuff. Yeah. But she may not be as prone to getting more severe complications. And it sounds like you got neither to worry about. So, okay. Okay. Good. Um, well, thanks, you guys. All right, Debbie. Yeah, it's only about it's only Love about you, 50, it's only about fifty percent that a child inherits oh. the genetic potential, whether it's one or both parents okay. with, with the condition. So it's about fifty percent. I'm having that damnedest okay. time with this computer. There she goes. Um, I'm beginning to think, generally speaking, you know. Uh, Is this good news for me? You no, know, I'm just thinking. I've been thinking a lot about this lately. That. Generally speaking, the human subject, the human being, right. is about as who you are is accounted for on the basis of genetics to the tune of about sixty percent. Sixty. I think about sixty percent of who we are is accounted for on the basis yeah. of genetics alone, oh. and I've noticed that tends to be true. Fifty to sixty percent is sort of the number for depressions, for yeah. substance abuse, for everything. You know what we and, need to do? Bring yeah. my biological father on, and we can test your done thing. Because I done. found him when I was 40. So I didn't grow up with him, never knew him. He didn't know. He didn't even, are he you didn't guys even similar? know. Are you guys similar? And we are. Mm. That's so, this might prove his theory. We'll did bring some him on. The, did through the, I don't did, really through like the years, him. did some of, the, some of his friends me. say, you know who you remind me of? Andy <laughs> Dick. You're going to have to ask him. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> He's coming in two weeks to visit. I just said, ah, screw it. Come visit. Fine. Even though I don't really like him. It's all right. Yeah. It's so fascinating. It'll be so fun. I, it sorry, is fascinating. I've, I've forgotten our guest name. I'm sorry. It's Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Lauren so, Dare. Your, your thoughts about all this. D-A-I-R. Uh, don't exclude well, her from the conversation. No, no. It's, it's really interesting. because Singer, songwriter. <laughs> I, you know, I'm at the stage where all my friends are starting to get into this. Uh. And I have always been... Sober, don't I don't do anything that's yeah. never been my thing. And Good I have friends you. who are now going into it. But going into what? Heroin. <laughs> yeah, heroin. Not quite into heroin, because but you know, starting to get into pills? um acid, coke, drinking to get blackout drunk. Okay, but let me just say for me <laughs> Jesus. How old are you? <laughs> for me, the fact that she didn't say pills, I'm like, Oh thank God. <laughs> No, yeah. pills, that too, pills though. Are, pills are oh, way down with yeah. young people. Yeah, it's yeah. not as common, but they are. I mean, I, I do know a couple of people who are getting into that. And it's just, it's so sad to me that, you know, I had a friend who's overdosed already at 19. Um, and I'm like, um, I don't remember. Well, is it that like, um, we stopped breathing or he had a heart problem? And um, overdosed and died? No, he's he's alive, uh, vomiting and for about 24 hours. So it took too much of something. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's just, they they're oblivious to it they don't understand that you know well help and andy help her understand that how people can't see the consequences of their using well how old are you i'm 19 
Oh, you're very young. Yeah. Um, the consequences. In other words, she said her friends is is vomiting and sick and has to go to the hospital. Oh. But he doesn't want to make a connection between that and the using. Yeah. 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 They just think it's yeah. a rite of passage and fun. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just being musicians? a teenager. Uh, musicians. I'm just having fun. There's some who are, some who aren't. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to destigmatize. You don't have to be a drunken mm-hmm. drug addict to be a good musician. Yeah. There's so many great musicians that aren't addicts. Look at you Iggy know, Pop. But Iggy he just, was, just did a sh- he, No, my friend just saw him and said he rocked I know, he's, it hard. He's not now, but he was in the 70s. No, he but did a are, great show just last I week. I know. Oh, yeah. right, I'm not saying stop that. It, stop it. Let's get back to our call. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Back in but, the day, he but, was doing drugs. But for you and yeah. the new yeah. generation of musicians, you can't afford to be no. on drugs or drinking right. because no. the music industry is so competitive, so small, yeah. so microscopic. If you get a reputation like I had in the 80s or most of my <laughs> friends had, you'll never get a job. Yeah, like me. To get a job. It's, Glenn, it's, let's it's talk. very hard for me to get a job. Let's talk to Glenn. <laughs> not no, kidding. it's not. You had a great <laughs> job and you blew it. People are making films about him without him. <laughs> he had a great job in Australia. You couldn't go. Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, oh my God. That, that was now, me. Are you <laughs> doing that? That's Susan's dad's here. Uh, go ahead, Glenn. Okay, I, I just wanted that's to... Hi, how you guys doing? Like, how are you doing? Hello. Hang on, Glenn. One second. Oh, fantastic. What, what did you want to say, Bob? You were saying something. Fans Bob? I wanted to say that Andy, Andy, Andy doesn't know what he's Bob talking about. Stuff. We'll get to it. Okay. What? Glenn, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You like the shows? I love the show, and uh, Bob was a big help to me. I'd have some. Uh, I was way over medicated for a while. I read his book, DVD, really put things into perspective. So I really appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Um, thanks for calling. I, in. Uh, you know, I, I'm past my own issues now it's uh, i'm really worried about my brother mm. uh-huh. um he's been on 60 years old and he's been on um prescription opioids for over 25 years oh, for a back problem oh man oh man um, can he does he have a life does he go do does he go do things and still has family and does stuff you know what the thing is he's been a zombie for the last you know 15 20 that's, years that's i mean he, he literally his existence is is nil what does the doctor say? But the problem say? now is, um, the, the the problem is that I mean it's been a problem, and we've tried to help him and tried to get help. He refuses to admit he has a problem. But now New Jersey is cracking down on opioid yes, um, abuse, yes, which is are. great. But as a byproduct of that, his doctors are no longer giving him medication. Okay, so he's um, going. Is I'm he going to the street to heroin or something? Of course. No, he's not. But the problem is, he's been he's been cutting his pills more and more, and he's taking less. And less. He's trying to wean himself off after that many years. And he told my mom just recently that he's actually having seizures now, like lower body seizures. Yeah, those aren't. Um, that isn't seizures. That's not a seizure. It's yeah. a, a weird kind of it's restless leg syndrome, which is what happens as you come off opiates. He's going too fast, most likely. Well, but he needs inevitable. to be under a doctor's care. Why doesn't he? The doctors oh, got Bob, him like Bob. this. Nobody knows how to defunct opiate addicts anymore. They just aren't exposed to it. Even they don't see it. They never see it. He she, he goes to a doctor. He will be put on Suboxone for sure, for sure. And just kept on that's it. that's part of the problem is which is another uh, you know he's, he's on Medicaid and oh, yeah. you know Nobody they tend to, to get pushed it. to the back of the line. Nobody wants to know? do it. Yeah. Now I'm not. And he might be a Suboxone candidate. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying. That, yeah. What you want to measure, right. Glenn, is the, the quality thing, of right? life. You want him to have a quality of life. And so when you start to measure, I'm so opiated out. I don't have a quality of life at all. 
because of my back pain, the treatment for my back pain, you which, have to which, start. Which, by the way, the opiate is not the treatment for his back pain. It, well, it was thing. in the beginning. Well, it right, never right. made it better. If it made it better, we would still use it. It doesn't make it better. So he better. has to switch to get a quality of life. And he's now running the show like an addict, like a typical right. addict, where right. I'm going to do it. I don't need any help. Or they won't give me help. And what you got to do is just go to a doctor and say, how do I get to drug free? Now, it's a, Medicaid, they're going to tell them it's going to take a year, 18 months. They're going to put them on 24. Of Suboxone. Yeah. And, and yeah. he will have a quality of life. I guarantee you, overtaking yep. Vicodin and yep. Percocet, yes, I agree. he will have a quality of life. I totally agree. I'm not against that. And, and I just keep saying, focus on quality no of life. No one ever gets off it, though. My really interesting question would be, might he be better off detoxing himself the way he's doing it? That's yeah, what I but did. Will he make it? I don't think he will. Yeah, I, it's so really think, hard. Yeah, and, it's and really I, hard. Not without somebody really knows Jesus, what they're doing. I don't think he will. No, because he needs because somebody. Here's how I would approach a case like that. I would use crap loads of Mirapax to deal with that restless leg syndrome. I would give this guy Toradol to deal with the pain syndrome he's going to have. But he has we to would, get all those through a doctor. Diarrhea right. medicine. We, we'd have some Bentol and Motrin, and, and we'd have some various sorts of uh, sleeping interventions, not benzodiazepine sleeping interventions. Mm-hmm. And we would monitor this day to day. It would for a take while. a month. It would take a month, and he can would. And we person, still be under Ronte. We still be left in post cue. I call. had this question months ago. Can a person do what you just said yeah. without going into a GD rehab? Well, in my for experience, for the twenty second time. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> that, and, and you can do that with Suboxone. Can, has you, Andy you, no, turned? No, ag- I don't. Has do Andy heroin. turned against no. against rehabs? All of a sudden, there's this. Oh, I love attitude. them, and sometimes you very much need them. But not. Are you worrying me. about alcohol withdrawal? You mean? Yeah, like alcohol I was calling people dangerous. saying, "Can can you guys give me whatever you were giving me in the rehabs? Can I just do that at my house?" With there, there are nurses in this town that will do that. Okay. Yeah, but you need that kind of monitor. Got to lift up the right rock to find. Yeah, those you need you need a nurse to do it. Yeah, and it, you know, or a good okay friend will do it. A good friend will do it. Yeah. I've done it for lots of people. So okay, if I get into that, I don't think I'm going to go there again. Please, for a long time. It it was horrible. But it was Glenn, hard we want to get, we wanna get your we want to get your brother to a quality of life. That's yeah. what you want. You want him to go to yeah. the park with his kids or with your kids and or not go have, do not stuff. And not be focused on his back Yeah, pain. not talking all that nonsense that he's probably been talking for 15 years, yeah. right? Yeah, they stop talking about their pain when you get them off the, the short acting. The okay, and another opens. note is that m- more supermodels, a percentage <laughs> of supermodels are born in the United States is number one. <laughs> number two is Brazil. Estonia, Estonia is not on the top ten, Andy. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, I heard it from a girl. <laughs> How about Czechoslovakia? How about Czech Republic? Is that in there? Czech Republic. Le- well, let me see. Czech Republic, I'm sure is Czech in there. I'm Republic sure of it. It's got to be in yes, there. Yes, I'm with you. All right, we have a great- Czech Republic is number eight. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> we have a really interesting call here from Jeremy, and I, it's a, it's a, I, it's going to create some conversation here, and it's on the heels, of course, we're talking about Chester and- Chris's suicides that, uh, you know, the coroner signed them out as suicides. That's what they seem to be. Uh, so I brought up accident earlier. That's just for sake of just making people feel better if it helps people feel better. I certainly – we know in very impulsive suicidal people that when they're using, and both Chris and Chester had evidence of using, right? Are you aware yeah. of this? Chester? No, using yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, alcohol. Chris benzodiazepine and Chester alcohol. And benzodiazepine. Ativan. Ativan. 
Yeah, and, and are that, you taking Ativan no, right I now? No, I don't take pills. Okay. No. See, and that's what no people, pills for that's me. What addicts do really well. When you said you wanted to get the medicine to detox yourself, it's Ativan they give you. Yeah, yeah. that kind yeah, of medicine. Yeah, but yeah. but when I did when I would do those in in the rehabs, I would say give me the littlest amount, and I'm done in three days. Yes, and stop. Yes, and I that's would true. they your your place got yeah. mad. They're like, you really need it. And I'm like, no, I'm feeling good. So well, just alcohol stop. withdrawal is the only drug withdrawal that it's commonly fatal. So we treat Ugh, it very seriously. Scary. Yeah. So, but Jeremy has a very interesting question. Go ahead, yeah, there, Jeremy. Go ahead. Hi, Drew. Uh, I'm a friend of Andy's. I'd like to say hi to him. Hi, Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, oh Jeremy Long. Yeah. Yes. Hi, buddy. What's going on? You don't have any kind of addiction hey. problem. He's got a question. Oh, Andy. what's the question? I don't have any addiction problem. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, you do. No, excuse me. Wait, you have an Jeremy, Andy Dick problem. Jeremy, you do have one addiction problem. We both oh, know what that food. is. It's Andy. <laughs> it's being no. having a... <laughs> no, food. Codependency? <laughs> he's a little bigger. He's okay. a big guy. But he's doing good. Okay. I got, I got him You're to a little lose guy. weight. You're I got him guy. to lose weight because I just call him Do you him have fat. anorexia, Andy, do you no. think? No. No. Are you Some sure? People... <laughs> no, I don't. I you love have, eating. You have body image stuff, though. You've I do. Me. I do. Are you fat right now? Or are you yes. good, good size? You're fat right now. No, for me, I'm... Maybe? Yeah. I have body dysmorphia. Anyways, we're not talking about me. Jeremy, <laughs> what's going on? What's the question, brother? Hey. Well, here's my question. Yeah. So, I was talking to the show... Um, and we were talking about, you know, Chester and uh, Chris Cornell, and even back as far as Robin Williams and their suicide. And something that I noticed mm-hmm. uh, when celebrities commit suicide like this, really when anybody commits suicide, but obviously more attention is drawn to it when celebrities commit suicide, is that a lot of people say, oh, this is terrible. And if, you, if, you, if you're depressed and you need help, reach out. But why is it that the, the depressed person needs to reach out for help because I've been in that state before. And when you're that depressed with um, a mental illness that you're on the verge of suicide, yeah. the last thing you want to do is reach out to anybody. You're yeah. in no, you, you you're, a confined you bubble. 100% yeah. correct. And that's, that's my point. My point, Jeremy, I, I was trying to make is a lot of these people insulate themselves with non-friend friends is all I can say. The, a couple of the statements by uh, about Chester's were made by his sober companion. I know. Like, that's not a friend. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody no. you grew up with. Yeah. No. That's not somebody you went to school with. No. That's a... F- it's, it's you don't a even higher want to know what I think hand. that it, is. It's also yeah. not somebody with a medical degree that should be making yeah. assessments about what went yeah, on. Yeah, but here. I mean, it was I just never liked as any of my sober friend. companions. And I, I, just <laughs> Hated think, them I just think that it's important <laughs> to remain connected to the people who knew you before. And I think celebrities that do that exactly. thrive, and celebrities that don't perish. Yeah, on that note, I think that's important. I went back to my very first. I, I thought that. I thought, when was I happy and truly having fun? Naturally, no drugs, no alcohol. It was when I was about 17, 18 with my friend Dino. I went back to him and said, Can we just hang out? I need to get in touch with anything. And so we started hanging out. Now we have this little podcast oh, cool. called Skull Juice. Thirty-year relationship, and well, it is that. It is that. It is that. And 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 right. people you came up with, like uh, you know, I've I've I'm, I've been around this town a long time. I've watched a lot of generations of celebrity come through here, and and comedians when they come up together, like there's a generation of comedians, they're connected. Yeah, like they, you, you they are. Yeah. I'm they dying are up here. Bonded. Yeah, not yet. 
it, yeah. it, it shows, it yeah. talks about yeah. that. That's yeah. what it's about. Right? Like, Barry you know, Sobel. Barry yes. Sobel. Uh -huh. People love Barry like unconditional yeah. other comedians, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like you, it's like best friends. Like, mm -hmm. you got to look out for this yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. right? That's why I'm back in touch with Judd Apatow. I've been reaching out to Ben Stiller. All these people that I came up with, yeah. Yeah, it's very important, to, yeah. whether it's fellow musicians or and whatever. You, and I, I don't think that people do that Only when you're drinking, necessarily <laughs> as much. I want to be able to have a drink with you. No. Because of the, the no. TMZ-like world just, we live no. in, there's a, there's a different track now than there was in the 80s and, and he 90s. And he has a pager. No, oh, right. sounded like a pager no. going off. Now no. what's going on here? No. So, so yeah, the, I think that, okay, I'll give you an example. I went through a really bad time in 2001. I was really seriously thinking about it, right? <sighs> Two of my friends came over to my house, and I was like, okay, what are you guys, what are you doing? They just came in my house, came in the upstairs bedroom because I wouldn't answer the door. Mm. And they stayed with me for like three nights. Then... You know, it it kind of it kind of it, it forced me to talk about what I was going through, right, and what I was thinking right. about. And Good. friends, did they bust the door friend, down? How did no, they, get they it? just. You I wouldn't answer the front door, so they climbed over the fence oh, and went upstairs in the wow. back. Were you at that Good house friends. that I had in, in Echo Park mm -mm. with the big meeting in the backyard? Oh, yeah, yes. you were. You oh, were. that was your house. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Where the meeting was. Oh, yeah. So they I climbed over the. Climbed over the back fence, climbed up on the roof, and went in the upstairs window and came down oh. in my living room. I was sitting there contemplating. <laughs> right? God. That's love. Yeah. Really, it is love and connection and, and, mm -hmm. and, and community. And, but, but there are a couple things. Is when, when you are feeling that down uh, before you get into the state you know, where you really can't mobilize any action on your own behalf – Make a commitment to somebody that you'll call them if you start feeling like it. Know the difference between suicidal ideation and suicidal. I'm just intent. giving out. I'm just giving examples. I live in a high level of depression, alcoholism yeah. crew. Right. Yeah. About five years ago, a friend of mine called me and goes, "What are you doing? Let's go eat." And I was like, I hadn't seen him in like six months. And I yeah. go, "What's up?" I thought he was going through relationship problems. We sit down to eat. He goes, "I'm worried about so and so." Mm. And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "I." I'm worried. I got this. I don't know what it is. I just get this feeling that he could kill himself. Good. And we surrounded the guy, got him therapy, got yeah. him medicine. It was amazing. It's great. It was amazing. That, that's not that's everyone has what, that. Not. And so it's just a reminder that, that please, there are people that can help and that these, these feelings pass. You can't let fleeting feelings become a permanent solution, a permanent well, here's the the tragedy. Thing, uh, th and th that's let, my refrain. Tell me, you know how the, everybody's been saying these two are at peace? How the fuck do you know? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry I cussed. I'm sorry. <laughs> how do you know they're at peace, Andy? You're not over on the other side. I'm a we Catholic. Right. When I go to the other side, it's not going to be peaceful for Bobby. <laughs> no, it will be. It <laughs> no, will it be. You think you're going to go to I'm hell. going to the back no, spot. No, no, no. You oh, I so many stay people. Here as long as you, you understand that the reason Andy's saying that is because if you go, he's going too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're please. with me? Yeah. No. We're going to heaven because we're helping people. All right. Uh, Dan's yes, online. Let's, talk, let's talk to Dan. All right. Go ahead there, Dan. Dan. Hey, Dr. Drew. How are you? Good, man. Thanks. 
Yes, I, I have a question about addiction, and you kind of answered it earlier when you said the number 60, 60%. I wanted to know what percentage do you think addiction is, is genetics and what is sort of learned or yeah. maybe third, a third, a third. Well, no, a third, no, 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 no. There's a guy named Mark Shockett that, that uh, is on the record. He's a longstanding research down at UC San Diego. And um, he is very – he's, he's to me, one of the real – one of the best researchers in the genetics of alcoholism and addiction. And he says it's 60 percent. He says it this way. 60 percent of alcoholism is accounted for on the basis of genetics alone. Yeah. 60 percent of it is purely genetics. But genes are not destiny. Genes are proclivities. But it's a, it's a necessary condition, though. You really don't really get addiction unless you have that genetic potential. Though, yeah, though, though exactly what that genetic potential is, is kind of all over the place. I was There's always saying a third, a third, a third. A third genetics, a third trauma, and the final ingredient well, is to cope with life with chemicals. Here's an interesting thing, right? So many Americans that don't have the genetic predisposition but might have trauma are yeah. coping with uh, life with chemicals. You're right, and that's that's creating dependency and all yeah. kinds of problems that are not true. I don't addiction. have a problem. Don't you think you were oh, you were in boy. rehab? That's... You were in rehab for two years, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you? You must have met thousands, a thousand people, so many. right? And a, and a handful of them the, died. And you know me more than a You know I'm a drug addict. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. drug addicts. Mm -hmm. I look those up to people you. that no, but those you've mm -hmm. known me 25 years. Yeah. Those people that you met in those rehabs not all of them are drug addicts and they're no, being right. labeled drug addicts yeah. because Me they have one. they have trauma and they have co coping yeah. with life with mm -hmm. chemicals mm -hmm. now let me tell you when i was in there for two years i had to jump in the ocean and swim one to two miles every day i had to walk on the beach for an hour every day and i had to go to the gym i had to go to the sauna i had to meditate i had to do all i, I spent about five to eight hours a day in self-care my hmm. own self-care hmm. and i did well but that's not a real life so it would be better if i could cut those eight hours down to one <laughs> glass of wine <laughs> no right. are you with me now oh my god are you we hearing to, me we have to start wrapping oh, up i can't here. believe yes. it i know hey you I, know i, I, I almost had them I met you, people you, that were in Synanon, hear that, Drew, right? Yeah, yeah. Guess what they did? Guess what they, a huge part, what he just described is Synanon. Mm. What does they, that mean? They got up in the morning, they ran on the beach, they invented aerobics. That, right, Synanon? was a the first drug program in, Amer in Los oh, Angeles. Oh, interesting. Right? Yeah. They, it was a lot about exercise. Oh. Structure, and exercise, then self exercise and nutrition. Confrontation. you know therapy. my shakes. Mm. You know my shakes. But community. Mm. Oh. Right? Not, what not, you just described was synonym. It was that. And you it stayed sober for 20 months. Yeah, for two damn years. And it was PJ. It was the You didn't it was make Greg. it two years. Don't stretch the truth. It, well, almost, you, almost. <laughs> a, a, a month short. <laughs> a, less than a month short. Come on. Just round up to two years. Give me <laughs> okay. that. Hang on. Let, let's quickly take uh, Anna here, if you don't mind. Okay, let's do it. And Greg Hanley, by the way. Big shout out to him. Anna, yeah. go ahead, honey. From we got Soba. a lot of calls here. I apologize people we're not getting to, but Anna, go ahead. Anna. Hello. Hey Hi, Anna. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm real nervous. Um, this is the first okay. time I've ever talked about this. And I have been doing this, um, and I want, I need help, I want help, and I'm tired of, um, getting it every day and having to use drugs to function, I feel like, um, and it's not opiates that I'm addicted to, um, I, every day since I've been 
since I was 22 years old, I have been smoking meth, and I'm just so ready to be over it. I'm, but I'm afraid because I work. I work full time. I don't know if I don't want my work to find out. I have insurance, um, and it's just such a, it's such a big like a scary thing to try and face because I don't I can't lose my job. I take well, care of my dad. There's two things, Anna. And two I just don't even well, know where to start. Two, two things. <laughs> Uh, the meth will eventually make you psychotic. That just is a common, you know, that's just where it goes. You'll start getting paranoid. Right, and, right. and I feel like I'm getting, like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm kind of getting there. Yeah. Um, well, let me just, I, let me just talk from the point of view of, of the employer, right? Well, hold on one second. Right. The, the, I have a feeling, though, before you do, that, that some of the feelings and the fear you're having is common to meth. It's paranoia. No, particularly female um, meth. And no, I know that. No, hold on. Particularly female <laughs> meth users, in my experience, almost feel like they won't go on being. It's a kind of a soul death if they're not, they don't have their drug. It's a very strange thing I've seen in meth-using women where it's like, I, I'll, I'll just disintegrate without this drug. But I assure you that won't happen. Bob, go ahead. Well, the thing is to, to and, it, and a lot of people don't know this, you can't get fired for seeking help for your, for your drug problem. Not only that, they can't know about it. They can't ask you any questions. You just questions. go to the HR yeah. department or you go to your supervisor and you say, you know what, I, n- I need to get some help. I need to see a doctor. Yeah. And, th- and that they're entitled to know and that's it. And then your job is to be held for you no matter what it is. And, and, but, if, but if, you know, a lot of times if you had drugs at work or you were high or you failed a drug test or I don't know the situations, but there's lots of them. No, there can, is no situation. The only situation is, is that I'm tw- I was 22 and I started. I'm 37 now and I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, um, you're exhausted. I don't even end it because I don't even know what. I don't even know who who I am really right. because that's, I've never been sober. That, I mean, I've done this every day. Right. That's that part. Of my life. That's that part. That who am I part that women often express without the drug. It's a very interesting phenomenon. I've seen. And speed, meth but, is the worst. But let, let's say, let's just say, her first order of business is go to an NA meeting, right? Start yeah, there. Yeah, I would check it right into. It. But see, and, it, and I, I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but and here's my schedule. I work nine thirty to seven thirty five days a week. Right, there's six thirty meetings so, all over. There's six a.m. meetings all over town. Well, you can just call the local NA or AA hotline and talk to somebody and find out and tell them you're tell them you're you're thinking about getting sober and you want some help and support and yeah, and this, encouragement. This, you, you need you're you're not there yet. You're in that sort of contemplative phase, you know. And you need you need to understand. Well, and I've been and I've been here for like a long time. I'm just so the paranoia about asking. For help, I mean, just because nobody knows, it's kind of like a double life that I live, mm-hmm. and and I just, I just want to, I just want to quit. Good, that's good. Then, that's a good thing. I do, I and mean, I really do. I just did. so you need I you need a team of you need a team of allies that yeah. don't that you're not that you're not connected with but that you connect with so people at a rehab center you could call a hotline you can reach out you can go to a meeting and meet somebody you need a new team right the old the good good old friends that don't know you're on drugs don't need to know about this you need to create a new support network let me find out what part of the country she's calling from. And, and what part of the country? I know you, you're paranoid and don't want to tell us where, but what part of the country generally are you in? The South. South. 
Well, if you're near Atlanta, there's a place called Talbot program is very very good atlanta's got a oh, lot there's of good. a treatment center florida every block. florida's crazy every block. there's too much stuff going on there um if you're in the if you're in uh north carolina there's a great place um in north carolina but you know why don't you reach out to me via uh facebook or instant message and i'll help help steer you privately if you want you're talking with the two best guys in the country is this is you use this name i'm in oklahoma okay oh that's where my mom that's where i i took my one-year cake in tulsa oklahoma there you go so 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 anna use the name Anna. i don't know if your your real name or not but bob will know you as such so yeah just reach out to me on on instant message facebook okay and i'll I'll see how nice they are go to uh, you can find more uh you can follow us uh, at this life. You know podcast. what's in Oklahoma? I realize that two hundred bed Scientology rehab. I know, it's a good one, sort of. <laughs> it's it's That's I, funny, really. No, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm up for anything that keeps you from killing Me themselves too. and that's dying. My <laughs> point, Bob. Bob, yeah. that's what. That's why I said yeah. sort of. The, the, it has it. Uh, if they make, then no, they, it's uh, free. I understand. And it's they, and free because it's yeah. not medical. They could do that's things that stop. we can't do. Or <laughs> if I. Not kidding. And he only goes to rehabs that are free. I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating. How many free rehabs have you been in, Andy? Like 10? More than that. (laughs) Follow This Life Podcast on Twitter at Dr. Drew at Rehab Bob. Forrest at Rehab Bob. I spent Bob? over. Is your Twitter handle at Rehab Bob? Yeah, at rehabbob.com. I probably uh, spent over 200,000. You actually spent it or you? Spent over 200. What's your Twitter handle? Andy Dick. Everything's Andy Dick except Snapchat, which, by the way, people do do Snapchat, you know. It's the Andy Dick on okay. Snapchat. Lauren, Everything else, Andy. Where Dick. can people find you if they want to? At Lauren Dare Owens. At Lauren Dare. Either way. D A R E. D A I R. D A I R. Thank you for. I'm betting. I'm betting that after after they grieve and when they get reconstituted, who the the Lincoln Park guys that they're going to reach out to you and try to make that. Yeah, and I'm I've been in contact with the team that's working on the contest and they're taking their time and grieving as a company and as a band and figuring out how they're moving forward and. It's a crazy time for them. Yeah, I know. Imagine. Oh, I know those they guys. They just had for an years. album come out. They were leaving for tour the next week. Some it of was... the probably the nicest band on earth. Those guys. Yeah. Just and great back guys. to you, Lauren. Tell us when you're going to be performing. Probably at like the yeah. hotel oh, okay. cafe. Hotel. <laughs> we'll we'll no, come and see you. I will. I have no shows coming up, but I do have a single. I'm dropping some. in August, and right. I will. I will make sure that I'll give you my you're, number. You're yeah. in the know. Maybe um, we can promo it here. Is that what it's called? The hotel cafe, the one on Coinga? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went there one time. Yeah. Also, but I so you should appreciate perform you letting me be a part of this. Oh, really well, thank you for joining us. And uh, any thank comments, you. hit up our producer, at First Lady of Love. I apologize to the callers that have been on hold. I, I would love to get to everybody, but we can't. All of you out there on Facebook. Reach out on instant message. Uh, producer Susan, anything we should say to our Facebook crowd? Anything? Going, Susan going? Pinsky, Dr. Drew's wife. Yes, thank you very much for being here. Also, uh, find us a reminder to thank uh, our friends at Hydrolite also, who... Uh, I, it's a great product, so I can stand up behind it. Especially you. when you add vodka. No, vodka. <laughs> but if you're recovering from vodka, no <laughs> way it might help. If you just, if you just put that in vodka, <laughs> you wouldn't get dehydrated. No, you yeah, right. It, you turn it. Uh, you're uh, onto pa- something. Paul Lind, all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, go to doctor.com for details. Uh, right. We have a 30% discount for everyone who clicks on that banner. Uh, oh. Yes, use the code D R D R E W W H Y. Doctor Drew Y. And check out. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Drew H-Y. For hydrate. D-R-D-R-W-H-Y for hydrate. Hydrolyte. Dr. H-Y, you get 30% off, and it's it's, a, it's essentially a, a rehydration product that's the same as taking an IV. All those 
IV things around the town. They mm-hmm. eat unnecessary. Look at Andy I do them. Unne- I get well, dehydrated. Then get the hydrate and use it. Really? And it's, it's nickels compared to what you're doing. Oh, okay. And it's a it's hangover tablet. remedy. Well, mine are free. Oh, of course. Oh God. All right. <laughs> All do, right. You, do you even pay rent? No. You don't pay for anything. No. He did when he well, was in the shed. No, remember I bought. <laughs> hey, ju- for the record, I bought the house that my ex and my kids live in, and now I live in from my Dancing with the Stars money. I, oh, I, great! My, my but favorite, it's gone. The money's gone. My and favorite room. Andy Dick statement was when he told me he moved from the. <laughs> the was it the garage to the shed, or the, like or the, the probably a tent? To, yeah, the tent to, to the shed, shed. or my, like, from the ooh, car to the shed. It's nice yeah. outside in the winter, in the summer. Yeah, it can yeah. be nice. <laughs> he invented the mini house movement. You know that whole thing. The guy's the a comedy house. genius, yeah. and he's oh, living in a shed. I like. I it. wonder if drinking has anything to do with it. All right, you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Well, one of the great parts about working in recovery is seeing former patients successfully move on. And I've had patients that have come up to me years later and uh, shake my hand and say, you know, sometimes people are kicked out of treatment. And uh, many of these folks move on to become mental health professionals themselves. And, of course, the field of psychology is vast. The need for competent practitioners is huge. If you're considering this rewarding career, I urge you to consider the California School of Professional Psychology at Alliant University. Now, I've known them for a long time at Alliant University. I've spoken at their past events. It was founded in 1969. It's boasts an alumni network of nearly 50,000 people worldwide. And Alliant has fostered many of today's mental health pioneers, authors, and advocates. CSPP at Alliant University hosts both on-ground and online programs in business psychology, marriage and family therapy, clinical counseling. They also offer APA-accredited doctoral programs in clinical psychology that can allow for specialization in child psychology, clinical forensic psychology, and integrated psychology. And the faculty is crazy. It's made up of of leaders and historical figures like Abraham Maslow, Carl Rogers, Viktor Frankl, some of the true fathers of modern psychology. For more information, and I worked alongside of these students as well, by the way, in the clinical setting, as well as having lectured at the institution. So for more on the California School of Professional Psychology, CSPP at Alliant, click the Alliant banner on our website or visit Alliant, A-L-L-I-A-N-T dot E-D-U, Alliant dot E-D-U. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew podcast, the This Life podcast, and the Adam and Drew podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's News. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.